0: It's time for another episode of Leadership of the Leaf, now in their third season. More leadership topics to discuss and more cigar knowledge to share with great parents. Grab a cigar, give it a cut and light, and put some smoke in the air with your host, Dice and Austin.
1: Welcome to another episode of Leadership of the Leaf. My name's Austin. Hey, Austin. I'm Dice. Hey, Dice.
0: Hey. What? Hey. How are you today? You know what? Just how are you? <laughs> You, me today? Uh, I'm good, my friend. I, I'm i good, you know. That's good. That's good. What are you guys smoking? Lovely day. Huh? Oh. What are you smoking? Because we're talking about love. Oh, love. love. Lovely, lovely, yeah. What? Te llamo. Te, Te llamo. Te llamo by Atadas? Did I say that right? Yeah, Atadas. <clears throat> Close enough.
1: Okay, okay. So what Hennessy are you pairing that with?
0: Oh, ho ho! you know what? You know what? You can go fuck yourself. Oh. How about that? Oh. I've switched it up today, sir. I switched it up. You switched it up? I switched it up. Oh look look at my glass. Look what color it is. Uh you wanna tell the listeners what color it is?
1: Looks very hennessy colored. Mmm. Maybe like an old fashioned type hen.
0: Ah Well I will <laughs> let you know that it is. Not Hennessy. Oh. It is Grey Goose and Apple oh, Juice. Oh. I'm sure. loving it. It's your dark...
1: Uh, really? Because you made a face, which is why I scoffed, because you made a face <laughs> at it.
0: It is delicious. Come on.
1: Are you sure?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens Hennessy Drinkers don't drink Hennessy.
0: No, it's, it's, it's not horrible. Um... Uh, was it Moments with Michelle Cigars with M? Yeah She recommended uh, Apple cider Apple juice So I was like Alright I'll give that a try um, But I'm gonna add I'm gonna add Add to it Yeah you know Something new Something different
1: I do something want to point out new. To the listeners That when I was in Vegas Because I'm back home now uh, I did get Dice To try Redbreast whiskey
0: That's true and uh, you m-
1: thought it was
0: absolutely amazing. Okay, wonderful. How many shots did I have? How many glasses? You remember? Two. Was it two? Was it two?
1: Hold on. The the DJ bought it for you, so I don't. I wasn't keeping track.
0: Hey, shout out to DJ Acer. Appreciate there you, buddy. Hey, actually, one of those shots and his, no one paid for. They oh, just gave it to us. Right? Yeah.
1: That's right. Uh, now I remember why you got <laughs> <laughs> I
0: ain't mad That's at that. That was a good, night. Night. All, right. A good
1: night. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you spoke of Teyamo. You got some <laughs> apple juice and Grey Goose.
0: Yeah. Apple juice, Grey Goose. So we got me out the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got a diet.
0: And now we know. The most
1: we, important we, part, I guess.
0: No, 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 no. Oh, My whoa. friend, Teyamo. What Teyamo. are we? What? Yes, Austin. I love you too, buddy. What are you oh,
1: smoking? <laughs> I am smoking the Teyamo as well.
0: <gasps> oh, see, look at that. I hey. was so thinking, fucking cute.
1: God, make one
0: puke. <laughs> so you smoking the Teyamo also, which is good. And you're pairing that with?
1: Glenn Fittich, um, 12 year.
0: Ah, uh, there's no way. Glenfinish, 12-year. What is Glenfiddich again? Scotch. And you have a nice ice cube in your Scotch?
1: Uh, I have a beer.
0: Oh. The Scotch Whiskey. So, Scotch Whiskey? Is it Scotch or is it Whiskey? It's Scotch Whiskey. It's Whiskey made in the Scotch process. Does that make sense? so if I was to go and I had a bucket for scotch and a bucket for whiskey which bucket would I put that in whiskey okay I my ignorance is showing big time we gotta have a show to sort this shit the fuck out that's the only way I'm gonna learn that's the only way okay (laughs) alright speaking of learning yes speaking of learning we so should learn. I, I see, clear ice right everybody wants this clear ice and there's a, a process to get this clear ice so I don't know if it's any of anybody, process. anybody else seen this shit on YouTube where they made clear ice with just a fucking cup like the insulated like coffee cup stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you put it in the freezer and the 18 hours or whatever I can't get the ice out of the fucking cup <laughs> <laughs> nice. pick. I, dude. I can't. I don't want it. One. I don't want damage from a cup. It's a nice cup. So maybe when I, if I pick up a cheaper one like from Target or something, maybe. But as of right now, all the cups I have at the house, they, you know, they're they're like, you know, I don't want to take an ice pick to. uh What's that one we just got?
1: The oh yeah,
0: yeah. I don't want to take ice pick to a fucking Yeti cup. You know what I'm saying? No. That's and also, ice pick, you, you'll be damaging the top of the clear ice that you just made. Right. Now, the
1: whole thing about the ice. Like, how much? Okay.
0: i Am asking <laughs> a question? I got a question. Uh, uh, let's see. Austin, do you have a question, yeah. sir? How much clear ice did you make?
1: Uh, what well, I did one cup. But because the intelligent thing would be, right? Yeah. To make more than you need damage the outside of whatever and then like shave it down to fit into whatever uh glass or cup or whatever you're using
0: yeah you're absolutely right the first first time i did it i didn't fill the cup up like a lot and then i was able to get the ice out but i only had a very little bit of the clear ice and i was showing the kid and she was like oh that's cool and then i kind of hacked off the not clear ice part and then I actually had the clear ice it worked out I was like this is cool so the next time I tried I was like let me fill it up more so I can actually have fucking ice to work with couldn't get out the cup so it's either I have a little bit of the clear ice or I don't get it out the fucking cup clear ice but it worked but it didn't work but on the YouTube video it worked like a champ fucking YouTube
1: they have all the time in the world to make it shoot right just like we have all the time in the world to edit these uh, episodes to make us sound better.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Hey! Yay! Hey. <laughs> yeah, all, right. all right, back on the rails with the show here.
1: <laughs> Fucking guy,
0: What's so special about the Teyamo, you?
1: The Teyamo... Uh, the Teyamo is a re-release of an old cigar... So, uh, the Teyama used to be one of the most famous cigar brands in the industry. Um, it, it's, a, it's a Mexican... I don't say Mexican Puro because it's a Habano seed grown in the San Andreas Valley of Mexico. But it's still yeah. a Habano seed, so I, I don't want to call it a Puro, but it kind of is. Mm. Does that make sense?
0: It's not like the Casa 19... 10.
1: Ten. Right, yeah. So this is habano seed that's grown in San Andreas Valley, which is in Mexico. And all the tobacco is grown in San Andreas Valley. So it kind of is a puro, but it's kind of not. Like it's a like it could be like if I had a bucket for Mexican cigars and I had a bucket for <laughs> for all the others, which one would I put this in?
0: Man, that's a that's a spot on analogy there, my friend. I'm uh, just I saying. Guess, I guess it would go going to just a, the San San Andreas bucket, because you I'm wouldn't call it
1: Mexico? Because it's do a that. C.
0: but everything came from San Andreas, so San Andreas Valley Puro. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: Let's go with that.
0: All right. So that's the
1: tagline, good. right? The original San Andreas Valley cigar. Yes, that's the tagline. Uh, so, Te amo, Spanish for "I love you." Yes. Uh, the classic boxes were adorned with a matador, um, and so 20 years ago, that it was you know that sport was huge, right? Mm. Um, the cigar was huge, the sport was huge, everybody was loving it, and then Mexican uh, tobacco fell in kind of hard times. Uh, you know, people didn't want to smoke it as much; they thought it was. Uh, shitty tobacco
0: <laughs> wait but th- this is a this is perfect because it kind of segues <laughs> into exactly what our, our cigar topic is about because our cigar topic is about really everything to deal with teyamo and our experience at tv talking to the teyamo rep yeah so <laughs> just a quick bottom line up front scenario the rep just kind of gave us cigars and did not want to really talk about the make and the binders and the wrapper of the actual cigar yeah we did not get anything out of that dude we pretty much had to force whatever he gave us and what he gave us uh, he, in my opinion he tried to make us feel inferior or dumb stupid Yeah, San Andreas is the valley is grown in Thank you, thank you for that. Also known as Mexican rapper, Mexican tobacco.
1: Yeah, Mexican tobacco. Got it.
0: Correct. What else has been there? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, being that uh, th- this is this is great to review, uh, I want to also legitimize. Is that a word? Legitimize. Sure. Legitimize what cigar? Uh, what uh, leadership of the leaf is about? Um, when we go to these things, our badge says press, we're media. Uh, I prefer to be educated. Don't throw cigars at me and tell me to go away.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think more than one company did that. We were trying to like, Hey, what do you guys got coming out? What do you guys got in the work? Hey, I really like this cigar. Could you tell me a little bit more about it? What's the story behind this cigar? Why did you blend this? Like, educate me about your company so I can do some sort of I, expose, I don't want to say expose day but like well I could focus on your company and I can speak intelligently about your company and what they're doing what their mission is why you guys are doing what you are doing don't just throw cigars at me and tell me basically go the fuck away
0: yeah I I can buy my own cigars buddy I, I, I mean I'm not balling out of control here but I can I can purchase my cigars now right. if you have something new coming out like a Teyamo and you want to talk about Teyamo, then hey, hook me up with a sample. Let's talk about it. So when I actually go on air, like we are right now, I can talk intelligent about it instead of saying, Well, it's a Mexican puro When it's not. not. When it's not. Even though your sign your signage kind of indicates it. It is.
1: Well, Trinidad. Trinidad did the same thing. Yeah. A
0: spirit of Mexico.
1: Oh, is it Mexican Puro? No. Why would we do a Mexican Puro? But your sign said Spirit of Mexico. Yes. Yeah, but it's not what? Mexican Puro. I was just... Oh, okay. Can <laughs> you tell me anything else about it? Is it a long filler, short filler? Is it medium body? Full body? What is it? You want
0: a beer? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I would love a beer. You want, taking one of your cigars too and smoking it while I walk away from <laughs> <grumbling. laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. Mm. <sighs> that face. So anyway, Teamo used to have the matador, right? Back twenty years yeah. ago. When everyone was like, Mexican tobacco, it's a bargain it's strength. It has great strength. It's a bargain. It's cheap. It's blah blah blah. Yeah, it's great now 20 years later uh matador is not as widely accepted as it once was <laughs> probably because you're sticking shit into the side of a living animal
0: is that wait is that frowned upon a little bit <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> <clears throat> so they re-banded the cigar with this nice it actually is a pretty I, I was going to
0: say that uh, yeah I did, It is is a gorgeous
1: band. It has the gold, white,
0: green. It's really pretty. Oh, I just noticed it says something on the band. The original San Andreas Valley cigar. Oh, I see. They said San Andreas Valley cigar. Right. Oh, okay. So not just San Andreas. Because a lot of times when you talk about the actual tobacco, you're just saying Mm -hmm. San Andreas. So this is San Andreas Valley. So they can actually go off the name San Andreas, because San Andreas is kind of still a buzzword in the cigar industry.
1: Right. But remember, it's not the consumer's place to know what the fuck is in their cigar. It's their place <laughs> to fucking smoke it and enjoy it. And, unquote. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> That's what we got from the Altadas rep that was handing us pay off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just stupid cigar smokers and not supposed to know anything. Facts.
1: Um, the size Toro, did you know that it came from Tayama
0: I did not. I did yeah. not, so.
1: It was the first brand to use Toro. Their logo was the bull.
0: Oh, right? that makes sense,
1: yeah. Which is where the name Toro came from. So it was a blue-collar cigar. Excellent price. Very, very good. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. t- so Teyama has had an impact on this industry huge impact, everybody knows the size Toro correct, everybody it's all, Toro. yeah, I blended Toro yeah. came from this this brand of cigar
0: and the more you know now it's I, <laughs> well, I, I like that I like that it has a, like a strong history behind it to solidify an actual size in the cigar industry and yet the rep who easily could have done that yeah yeah he could easily like went over the history he would have fucking blew our minds because we were asking these questions about that like what's Mm -hmm. up with this brand that's a cool band what's going on with that what is this here's some cigar kids go away you bother me
1: yeah (laughs) yep they did try to uh, revitalize this cigar about a Mm -hmm. decade ago now this is probably slightly before the time that I got into the cigar game. Uh, but it was the Tayama revolution
0: I don't I don't recall it but my, my cigar knowledge I really didn't start picking up until what about
1: 10 years ago yeah that's what I'm saying it's like slightly before yeah. time. It, it scored top well the top 25 at cigar aficionado but uh, they went back to the drawing board they said they don't they weren't thrilled with it so they went back to the drawing board this cigar that we're smoking is uh, three years in the making all right. Um, this uh, uh it comes in three different sizes. Uh, the Toro, the Magnum, six by sixty Toro, six by fifty-two, and the Robusto, five by fifty-four.
0: Magnum. Magnum. Uh, that has to go by another name elsewhere. Not Churchill, right? A six by sixty. Yeah. No. I'm... Gordo. Yeah. Goro Toro,
1: Yeah, something like that. So, anywho, about all I know of the Teyamo Cigar Company. Well, cigar brand, I should say.
0: Brand, yeah. It's, own,
1: it's owned by Altadis, the cigar
0: Yeah, and uh, Altadis kind of treats us right, but I just, I don't even know that rep's name. I wish I had his name. Then I could write Mr. Altadis and be like, hey, your rep sucks.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there was a couple. So TPE, while it was a great time, I think we both had a blast. Uh, There's a lot of cigar brands that did not give us the time of day.
0: Right. And that's one point why I was trying to make. Uh, we are in the cigar game. Uh, we may not have a million fucking listeners. A million, but... I mean, we're still, one, we're still a consumer, uh, regardless of what we do, doing. Even if we weren't on the podcast, we still would be a consumer. So why would you not want to share your word with the consumer? Because word of mouth, look at look at Tesla. Tesla is like a oh, gangbuster yeah. here. They don't have one commercial on that. All nope. there is like word of mouth consumer, consumerism, so sort to of speak.
1: And um, press writing about them and talking about them.
0: It, correct. In judging everything like car and driver magazine or driver yeah. yeah it is car and driver stuff like poplar mechanics even have like tesla stuff in it right right so um being that we were there with a media badge press badge it literally said press on our badge why would you not want to educate someone like that because uh, that's all they're going to do i understand we're not a buyer but we're going to educate people that are listening to the podcast which I'm pretty confident we have educated quite a few people, and I'm very confident that people that went out and purchased a cigar on the talks of what we were doing to see, or to figure out what we what flavor notes they get compared to ours, it's just right. a it's an avenue that can't hurt.
1: Yeah. Well, even if it's an oh, I haven't heard of that brand. I know, these guys said it seemed to enjoy it. They said it was five pack worthy or whatever. I wonder if I agree with them. Well, i we out and buy one or two.
0: Two. There we go. We we'll buy two because yeah. I listened to the podcast and they say you should always buy two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it, yeah. There, there's a couple other brands, but yeah. I, it was yeah. a good time for some brands where we had a great chat with a lot of a lot of cool people. Uh, I would I would dare say we made friends with more cigar companies than we didn't make friends with.
0: I agree. Well, the the point of of calling Tay out is not to bad mouth them. No. But to to point out that we're actually here to do work. This is work. Yeah. I enjoy the cigar, but it's still work.
1: Right. Speaking of work, are
0: you in your first third? Um I'm close enough to it. Yeah. I see it, I see it, it's coming, the thought process and another puff.
1: <laughs> like burnt cedar.
0: I was gonna say like a leathery cedar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Leathery cedar. I don't know. It doesn't sit right on my palate for some reason.
0: Maybe you need something a little sweet that tastes behind it. I don't know. Maybe like apple juice?
1: I just want you to look closely in the mirror every time you take a sip of that drink. Mm Mm-mm. So you can see the face. You're making... I'm going to just cover my face. Drink drink that shit.
0: It's fucking delicious. I'm not talking shit at all about this drink. Are you Are you sitting inside right now? <laughs> <laughs> am I doing what? I'm asking if you're sitting inside. I am sitting inside. What oh, are, good. The lightning strike saying? can't get you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
1: lion's jacket shit.
0: What are you talking about? This drink is excellent. Grey Goose is a wonderful vodka. Mmm.
1: I can trying to try to do anything else
0: uh, <laughs> my drink is mad at me uh, yeah definitely <laughs> um what would you say your ash my my burn line uh, my burn line is actually bad it's very profound it's not razor yeah sharp. It's, it's not razor sharp um
1: uh, Mash has not been a bad color. It's a little bit more gray than I thought it would be. But it's not terrible. But the burn no. line. Yeah.
0: My Burn my burn line is not uh what yeah, I I, kind of I'm appealing. used to, yeah. And it's that's probably the way I lit it. That's, I'm gonna be honest with you. I kinda when I lit, uh only lit like the middle, so the outsides was still kinda so I touched up right before the show that's my fault. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna count that against this cigar, but the the ash is not too bad. The smoke output, I think that smoke output is great. I mean, it's not a fucking chimney. Chim, chimney not chimney, chimney
1: chim, chim, tree
0: just make sure the, in case the wife is listening, I say chimney correct correctly yeah, you say correct <laughs> Let me axe you something. Oh,
1: you gonna throw an axe with a question on it or something? What the <laughs> fuck is that?
0: <laughs> you keep fucking around with me. You are gonna have to call an ambulance. 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 South.
1: South <laughs> Carolina.
0: whip a F, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, we're completely off the rails again.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, Tayamo. Come on, it's love. Yeah. No, so far, I don't know. I I mean,
1: I don't know. I I know which way I'm leaning right now, but I think that stick has a chance to, it could come back. Uh, But I I know where I'm kind of leaning. If I was to grade this, like right now, I know where I would lean.
0: I know exactly Uh, where I would lean, but I, you know, I don't want to do it, but it's always a pre- Already in my mind about this cigar because of the experience that we had with the rep, it already puts like a negative connotation in my mouth, and I'm and I'm really fighting against that because there's no bad cigars, there's only better ones. I'm really fighting against that, but because I know our experience with this whole thing about the cigar is, mm, I don't want it to sway my decision. Yeah. So I yeah. guess I guess we'll find out near the end because I, I we are going to smoke the whole thing. I'm not going to Oh stop. yeah, 100%. yeah, hundred percent. So, uh,
1: yeah, you know, it, it's funny you say that uh, us going to TBE is work. Because my wife, you know, she's like, oh, how's walking around just smoking cigars? Oh, you had fun, huh? I'm like, but it was nothing but work. I said I was talking with people, selling ourselves, selling the podcast, trying to find, like, get information. Drinking from a fire hose worth of information. So we had to keep everything straight too yeah so we had to sit there and take notes on our phones, and try to sit there and be like okay this cigar is this and this cigar is that and blah 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 okay and then we had to go back and we'd have to review them you know actually taste test some of them as we're walking around we taste tested a couple of them we're taking notes of these while we're taste testing them while we're learning about different cigars
0: yeah, well, what about like when uh, the lady walked by us when we we're sitting there just trying to trying to relax as we've been walking the whole time she's like Gib- Miss- Billy Gibbons is coming you you gotta go you're pressed yeah. you're, you're pressed, pressed. You're Billy, Billy Gibbons you, is coming you gotta go over there oh, okay well uh, yeah alright we'll
1: go, we'll go see Billy Gibbons <sighs> we'll yeah. go see Billy Gibbons
0: <laughs> which we <Hey>. did yes <laughs> hey Hey, we have cigars made of corn husk. You have to try these. You have to take these. Take No, no, we're good. No, take these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, here's the uh, back,
1: Come sit in our booth.
0: Oh, okay. yeah. sorry. Sorry, we'll be there in a minute. But, I mean, we're poking fun at them, but that's what you kind of want. That's what, you, I mean,
1: that's what they're supposed to do, right? And that's yeah. what we're there to do, is to learn about new things. Like, I, did you see? Okay, so I didn't know this was a thing right yeah and I didn't see it at TPE maybe it'll be at PCA did you know there's such a thing as an E cigar E
0: I did see that at TPE I did not oh I would have pointed out to you I did see it and I was like uh, to me it just puts in the frame of mind of a just a fancy vape pen
1: facts but I still wouldn't have liked to try it oh
0: alright well why uh... not why not well, next next time I see it, uh, maybe we'll have a e cigar like smoke session. I don't know. We'll figure something out.
1: I mean, we we also got to learn that hustler makes their own their own line of cigars.
0: Fucking hustler makes a cigar. That that guy that was another guy that was like hey, Go away.
1: I felt he was talking down to us because he didn't know how much we knew. I felt I felt like.
0: I don't know uh, I told them That they should have Their own separate booth Just for the cigars And not combine Everything And with that Because when we was there We didn't even know Hustler made a cigar
1: But yeah <clears throat> Yeah they They were giving out uh, What was it Energy drink uh, Energy Samples drink, uh, condom some samples
0: Some kind of vape shit
1: Some vape shit Then they gave us Some Hustler cigar samples Which was cool I'm, I'm interested to try it then and then there some other people were smoking like hookah actually in the booth. Yeah. I was like, "What do you got? What is it that you don't do?"
0: Yeah. But the cigars was like hidden behind everything. Oh, that they're, they're up there, I'll often look. <laughs> but again, once once he, he actually did explain quite a little bit I mean he didn't go in detail detail but he at least talked about it and he explained yeah. about Hugh Hefner and stuff like that but I don't know I, I didn't like the way he was talking to us either
1: I just didn't like everybody talking to us a certain way unless they were just <laughs> super friendly and, and gushing over us
0: <laughs> what's wrong with that we're amazing
1: I don't disagree with you. However, not everybody feels the same.
0: That they they need to feel the same. They should oh. figure that out real fucking quick. When we talk, then I'd be like, I can tell these guys are amazing. They're awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Pedro.
0: Pedro was awesome. He's a great guy. He is phenomenal, dude. I I would never forget uh, showing up with no cigars at the stupid fucking party because I'm oh, so yeah, used the to them party. having cigars everywhere and him hooking us up with cigars he I, he literally saved us 100% I, I can't he saved us saved our night anyway uh, cigar portion we're legit pay attention we're not here for free cigars pay attention we're talking about cigars and educating us others on cigars so pay attention
1: I think they should pay attention. <laughs> so what? Just, just go like, like, you know, wash that drink out.
0: No, just, it's wonderful. It's pairing well with my Teyamo. Is it? Mm. <laughs> See, this is why I can't drink. You're going to clown me the whole time I'm drinking something new. No,
1: not finding the face that you're making while you're I'm, drinking something.
0: New. I'm going. I'm gonna go to a commercial. All right. <laughs> we didn't even say what our leadership topic was. So y- nope. you good over there? You good? Ah, yeah, yeah. I got some white pepper. White in. pepper. Oh, dope. Hold that thought. We'll 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 go over that. Uh, second, third. Sounds good. Break. All right. <laughs> Let's go to a break. I'm curious to what cigars my favorite podcast will be smoking for the next episode.
1: Well, if you're that curious, just go to Leadership of the Leaf's Instagram page, at Leadership of the Leaf, all one word. They post pictures of which cigar they're smoking before the next episode.
0: That's great. Not only will I know what cigar they're smoking, I can see a picture of it to ensure I get the exact same one. Yeah, I usually
1: leave a comment to let them know if I agree with their thoughts about a cigar or not.
0: Next time, I'm gonna leave a comment on their Instagram page. It'd be like I'm part of their podcast or something.
1: Hello, this is Kathy. Better known name is Kat from A Case Expert Painting. And you are listening to the Leadership Relief hosted by Dice and Austin.
0: hey welcome back uh we just had a short break uh talking about the legitimacy of legitimacy right of uh our cigar portion of leadership of the league now we're going to talk about our second third and we're going to go into our leadership segment which is taking a step back ah love it love it all (laughs) right so uh what are you getting for your second third i'm not uh, let me let me puff some more. Why don't you why don't you puff some more? Because
1: white pepper mixed with leather and cedar.
0: All right. Well, I'm definitely getting more leather than cedar, but I haven't got white pepper yet. That doesn't mean I'm not going to get it. Um, when I do get it, I promise to let everyone know. <laughs> but until then, I don't I don't have it. Good for you. White or Maybe the sweetness of this drink is going to kill it. I, I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, why do you say it like that?
1: No, no reason, sir. No reason. All right.
0: Good. All right. I'm glad there's no reason.
1: So, taking a step back, guys.
0: Yeah. Why in the
1: hell would a leader need to take a step back? They should always be hard charging, <laughs> frontwards facing. <laughs> so you're leading from the front, never taking a step back, never taking a day off. Look at me,
0: i leader. Oh man, there, there's some taking a step back is, is getting a bigger picture of what actually is going on. Uh, there's an actual story behind the reason why this topic was brought up and I'll go over that real quick before we actually dive into it, so I was talking to, it was a, not a GM what's higher than a GM, whatever I was talking to a very high up on the food chain guy for a restaurant, right they just opened a new restaurant and they didn't think that they would have that many customers so the high up let let's us let's, let's call him a vice president, whatever the fuck right, he's sure. on the grill cooking, like flipping pancakes and all kinds of shit, right And he said his boss came and was like, What the fuck are you doing? He was like, I'm I'm cooking. We we gotta open Open up people. Yeah, I'm doing. And it's like, take a step back. So he was like, "Uh, well, I'm in the weeds here, but okay, I'll take a step back. And when he took a step back, he's he said it opened up a whole new world for him. He saw what was wrong on the left, he saw what was wrong on the right, he had a better understanding to like why is he the one cooking. He's not hired to be a cook. Why right. is he cooking? What, what is the bigger picture? What is actually going on? So after he said that, I was like, ah, taking a step back. Sometimes, especially uh, a hard charge leader as as us, I guess you would say, sometimes mm-hmm. we get in the thick of it and it's like, we're just trying to make things happen and we're in there without taking a step back and realizing that we're, one, we're not doing our team any justice. And two there's mistakes being made but we don't notice because we're too uh, in the thick in of the, the weed. weed yeah okay so fair enough Yes, I guess
1: I guess that's a good reason <laughs> <laughs> so, so leaders have to remember that by stepping back they're uh, stepping in they're robbing their employees of a learning opportunity instead of empowering them uh, they disempower and demotivate that team
0: right because it gets to a point where it's like why the fuck am I here he's just going to do it any goddamn way
1: yeah I mean you know I, I don't know how many times I've, I've had it uh, <clears throat> where I you know I sat there and I'm trying to teach somebody and they're like well you just fucking do it because you're so smart I'm like no I'm not trying to do it for you I'm trying to teach you how to fucking do this because I'm not always going to be around the entire fucking time and I'm trying to teach you the right goddamn way to do this now shut the fuck up swallow your damn pride and learn learn from me
0: (laughs) I'm trying to teach you god damn it there's some benefits to stepping back as as we're alluding alluding. Uh, there's two main ones that uh, we want to pinpoint here So, to gain objectivity and to gain insight and the, and the objectivity is to remove potential biases or blind spots, you know, like asking for help. Like the the vice president cooking on the grill. Like why right. is the vice president cooking? Let me ask for help. Let's hire an extra cook. Let's hire two more cooks. Yeah. I'm not I'm not supposed to be cooking, but let me take a step back and figure out what's going on.
1: But why why do I feel the need to step in? Right. This is this is how you avoid micromanaging. People, I don't know if you're (laughs) getting that, but we're teaching you how to avoid micromanagement. Mm. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, gaining Uh, insight—you get you're trying to gain that insight into a deeper understanding of the problem that you're facing, right? So if you're in there cooking, right? He says it opened up a whole new world for him. So if I'm cooking, I'm focused on what's in front of me. And what do I got going on. Maybe I got to the, the person to my left and the person to my right. Maybe I'm I'm looking at what they got going on and making sure our whole system is, is flowing, right? Cool. That's one part of the cog of the machine that is a restaurant. Right. Right. I got, I got cooks that start prepping the, the meat, cooks that are, are plating the food, are cooking the sides all right cool those guys are meshing well in the vps and they're just cooking sides like right man i'm grilling this asparagus up like a son of a bitch <laughs> cool man did you know that while you were grilling that asparagus up that uh your servers out there comped free meals because they delivered them <laughs> to the wrong table
0: the credit card machine is broken yeah oh i did not know that <laughs> wow huh weird well I'm back here in the kitchen how am I supposed to know
1: exactly our point (laughs) take a step back leaders who step back gain that objectivity they can create a game plan Mm. right they can sit there and look at the entirety of the operation and go I see where our our failings are here 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 here's my game plan to fix A B C and D boom got a game plan now let's let's go implement
0: right well that, that kind of uh, falls in line with the one thing that I kind of say that we kind of say or whatever what's plan A what's plan B
1: make plan A happen
0: make plan A happen so if your plan B is him grilling that's not plan A so take a step back and let's, let's get plan A to work right
1: yeah
0: uh, of course you're going to bring your experiences and everything to the table when it comes to stuff like that so maybe your experience is uh, you normally have three cooks on a rotation anyway and for some reason you only have two this time and without taking a step back you don't realize that you're actually the third cook when you should have three to begin with so taking a step back you'd be like ah there's a hole right here where I was just at why am I so yeah your plan A is you need three cooks
1: yeah you gotta ask specific questions right I always like asking those specific questions. So sometimes, as leaders, if you're not focused on the right things, you're going to miss the things that are not right that are right in front of your face.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like the example we was using earlier, the credit card machine is down. I mean, it's probably not like right there in his face because he's at the grill in the kitchen or whatever. But I mean, it's right there. All he has but to do. It is should be. It
1: should be right in front of his face if he's the VP or the manager or whatever. It should be. He should be going and checking. Hey, cooks, how you doing? You good? Actually, we could use a, another cook back here, boss. Another cook. Okay, why? Is it is it because the floor is full and it's a Friday night or Saturday night or something and we're slammed? Well, yeah, normally you get by with two cooks, but on these, we need three. I'll start scheduling a third cook for Fridays and Saturdays. All right, we can work with that. Hey, <laughs> servers, how are you guys doing? Everything okay? Oh, well, actually, the soda machine... The syrup's <laughs> out for three sur- like three things, and I can't get a break to do this. Wow. Well, I wonder, could you could you change out the syrups so and then you cover that person's tables for the thirty minutes it takes to change out some syrups? Oh, sure thing. Wow. Hey, right, look at that. It's all good. All right, walk away. Hey, hey, front desk. How are <laughs> you guys doing? should be right in front of the face right you should always right. be going around in circles make sure everybody's good make sure there's problems there's no problems. make sure everyone's good manager's got to go check on the on the customers hey customers how are you doing how's your food is it cooked to your liking did you get the right stuff did your server try to sell you dessert do you not want to try the dessert like you know stuff like that
0: i know sometimes uh leaders or managers whatever you want to insert in that uh they get focused on the wrong things like yeah why are you focused on how the napkin was folded when there's a fire in the kitchen you know
1: yeah
0: Uh, you know sometimes you, you gotta uh black out some of the noise because some things, it's just noise. You don't need to focus on uh, yep. which side the fork and the plate and all that goes on. That's just noise, right? That's not a, a deal breaker, a game changer. Somebody's not going to walk out of your restaurant because you fucking had the salad fork on the wrong spot. If you do, fuck it. Whatever. That's one person. But the general public is not going to give a fuck about how the napkin is folded over that plate. Yeah, not
1: unless you're like <laughs> a three-star Michelin restaurant.
0: Well, that's a whole different ballgame, right? So if you are a three-star, you're going to have these things in, in place for that to happen. Right. If not, then of course you're going to take a step back and be like, why is this fucked up? So the main the main thing is you want to name some of the noises that you see when you step back. Like, that's not important. That's not important. I might need to look in on the freezer is temperature is too high. Yeah. that That's oh, a little more important. It. Yeah, that's a little more important than I don't know. The ice machine is full of ice. I mean, that's not important, right? It's supposed to be yeah, full. Hey, of ice. Hey, it's
1: overflowing. All right, cool.
0: <laughs> okay, that's why the floor is the way it is—the mats and the drainage. It's okay. Got but it. All our food's falling. That's a bigger—that's that's a bigger price. Yeah. Or or hey, why do I have uh, why
1: do I have raw meat uh, over stored right over top of the vegetables and it's dripping down on top of the vegetables? Yes, that's a health hazard. We're we're gonna get ridden up by the health department and shut the fuck down. Hmm. Yeah, I maybe I would have caught that if I wasn't cooking asparagus on the fucking grill. All
0: right. So taking that step back, uh, you you can ask yourself like, is this noise was this necessary?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, there's.
1: <laughs> I, so I, we have established on this uh, podcast that we love bar rescue, right?
0: Oh, yes. One of my faves. Okay.
1: So I was watching Bar Rescue actually tonight. Hmm. And uh, they were rescuing a bar that was owned by two cancer research scientists who are very book smart. Common I was going to say,
0: they and very smart at. people. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> They're in the back arguing about whether or not they should go down to a local community college to see if some artists want to bring in their sculptures for a sculpture night, and if that would bring patrons into the bar. Meanwhile, their beer tap system is broken because of a busted freezer.
0: (laughs) That's a perfect example of noise and necessary. I'm just saying,
1: (laughs) if if I'm a bar, beer tap freezer is busted. That's priority numero uno. I can't <laughs> <even> sell beer? <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> you're, a bu- it's, you're a bar. you so, bar. So, so then, so then, right, Mr. Taffer had to come in and ask him why they are where they are. Hey, explore, explore where you are, right? Hey, right. did you know this beer tap is busted? Did you know you don't have the things to make a Manhattan or an old-fashioned or lime for a fucking <laughs> Cuba Libre? Oh, I, I did not know that. <laughs> Maybe you should explore where you are by walking around and asking. Cooks, you good? Servers, you good? Bartenders, you good? A front of the house, you good? Checkout, you good? By exploring where you are, you find little things that are the problem. Once, you, once you've once found those things, you can prioritize them and list. Noise, 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 necessary, 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 noise, noise, necessary. Boom, I got a lift, put the necessaries up top, let's go after them. Now, eventually, I'm not saying don't go after the noise, right? Right. I'm not saying don't go after the noise at all, but you got to take, take care of the necessary stuff first. My beer cooler's got to be fixed. My walk-in freezer's gotta be chilling to the right thing. Then I can focus on, hey, why is this napkin roll not have a spoon, a fork, and a knife? Why does it only have a spoon and a fork in it? This shit's wrong, fix it, boom. I can fix that, right? Until everything else is fixed, I don't care too much about the napkin roll.
0: Well, that's due to a fact, uh not a fact i can't say fact that's due to i know a lot of the the leaders and stuff out there when they get their visions in their head sometimes they dream really big you know i want to open this bar and franchise everything like whoa whoa, whoa. you gotta have proof of concept before you start franchising homie merchandise merchandise yeah (laughs) but they dream real big there's nothing wrong with dreaming big but you gotta sometimes you gotta take a step back into reality to make sure you have a clear understanding of what's actually going on. You got to seek that broader understanding of everything that's going on around you. And if your head knows down on the grill cooking asparagus, you're, you're going to miss that broader understanding. Yeah.
1: Maybe maybe you got customers out there that if you would talk to them, that said, hey, man, I really like this, this, and this. I wish you guys offered X. Oh, shit. I didn't think about what that we could offer. You know what? We could offer that. It would only take a minor tweak, but we could offer... Oh, shit. We could offer that. And you think that will draw more people? All right. All right. Well, let me work on that. Boom. Now I have a broader understanding of my business. Now I understand what the customer clientele wants. Now I understand what the base wants. Got it. I understand more about my business just by exploring where I am, asking some questions, and figuring out what's noise and what's necessary.
0: That... And that is all about stepping back for the sake of uh, objectivity. Now, what if you were stepping back just for insight, which is insight is kind of like asking for help, is, is when challenge leaders look inside, we notice them reflecting on the following points such as rational...
1: <laughs> relational responsibility.
0: <laughs> Not rational, relational Good. responsibility. Or- Oh hey, I mean. Who typed hey, this shit up? Don't worry about who typed it up. Just worry about. Hold on. That means,
1: that means Dice typed it up. I'm just
0: <laughs> That means Dice. D- Dice can't read. Yeah. So now you
1: take a step back to look inside, right? <laughs> so you, you focused on the outside. You focused on the business. Now you need to look inside. Hey, am I, am I working on building my team? Am I working on training my replacement? I don't want to do this job forever. I want somebody else to do the job, so then I can take a step further back and maybe become a GM rather than just a man, like a, a shift manager. Mm-hmm. Now I'm the general manager. Right? But before I can do that, I gotta I gotta train my responsibilities. And then you take take a step back. You look inward. What am I doing to help my team succeed? in these tough times if all i'm doing is sitting there flipping burgers and cooking on the line i ain't helping them
0: yeah maybe you uh take a look at your three cooks and like you know what if we make johnny the head cook then maybe that can resolve some of the smaller issues that they keep asking me about when johnny can easily johnny knows where the cheese is for the cheeseburgers why do they keep asking me Oh, because I'm the general manager, I, I know all and be all, right? But I took a step back and I noticed, you know what? Johnny's got, he's got a little huspa about him. You know what? Let's yeah. make him the head cook. And then they can ask these noise type questions to Johnny. And if Johnny can't answer, him, then Johnny can come to me instead of all three of them coming to me at once. So that's, uh, you're building that team, as you were saying. And also it kind of ensures personal accountability, because if you give Johnny the head leader status and then they ask Johnny the questions and Johnny really doesn't know anything yet, then he should be held accountable for the stuff that he should know. Like Johnny, you're the head chef now. You're the head cook. You should know where the fucking cheese is. Why are they asking me? I'm gonna yeah. hold you accountable for this.
1: Hey, you should know what the what the health regulations are. You should know that we don't store the raw meat above the raw vegetables because that's a health hazard. You know that we're gonna get written out by the health department if they come in here and inspect hey, you know that grill has to be cleaned. Hey, you know that the fucking cutting surface has to be scraped every night to get all this fucking bacteria and shit off of there. You know this kitchen has to be cleaned at the end of every night because I ain't getting a grease trap in here.
0: <laughs> and the, the key to that is the personal accountability aspect of it. If you don't take a step back to hold someone accountable for that because you are headstrong on the grill yourself, how can you leave? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then, then my question is: If you're, if you're headstrong on the grill, like the example we've been using all the whole time, right? If you're headstrong yeah. on the grill, because see, I, my one of my first jobs was a server. How are you making sure the front of the house is clean? How do you make sure that that is presented good for the customers that are coming in? What if it looks like absolute shit because people aren't busting their tables, and so? That you know, as soon as people walk in and it's three tables and six of them are dirty, that, that paints a bad picture of your restaurant.
0: Uh, yeah, the, I mean, personally, I've done that myself. Like, uh, huh. interesting. Yeah.
1: Walk in, then <laughs> there's three people eating out of a 60 table restaurant, and there's three people eating and 10 tables are dirty. You're like, hmm. Do so I want to eat here? I don't know how clean this shit is. If this is what the front of the house looks like, what's the back of the house look like? back of the house could be pristine. I don't know.
0: I can go off the perception of what I see up front.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So, if you take a step back and you get into personal accountability, hey, am I teaching my people enough? Am I doing this stuff? The relational responsibility am I? doing enough, right? Am I personally accountable to my team? Am I personally accountable to myself? You're going to realize everybody just wants to be liked. Don't give me the bullshit of I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> <No, laughs> fuck you.
0: Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I, I, got, no, I, I, got, I got some white pepper. Did you get some white pepper? I got some white pepper. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> <clears throat> okay. It's on the list.
1: <laughs> but we all want to be like—I don't know how many times I've ever met somebody who's like I'm a lone wolf, and you befriend that person, and that person is your best friend for life. Yeah, like, <laughs> I thought you was a lone wolf, motherfucker. I am. Oh yeah, then why the fuck are you and me so close? <laughs> uh, you're a lone wolf like me. The fuck I am. <laughs> I hit your guts. Yeah. <laughs> so I was leaving you gotta provide. Uh, the, you know what's going to be communicated to your team that they're liked, supported, talented and believed in
0: well an- another aspect of stepping back is is seeing your team's synergy. like you know what Every, everyone seems to kind of gravitate towards this Austin guy he's, he's kind of well liked by some of everyone you know what I'm going to make him my AGM I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put him up because uh, they follow him they listen to him he's liked, he's well liked by all
1: Right. And he actually is intelligent. Don't do it just because that person's liked by all. They actually gotta be intelligent about their fucking job. I put up I put up Susie because she's well liked by everybody. Yeah, she's also been fucked by everybody in the restaurant too. But so that doesn't mean she knows what the fuck's going on. Wow. I've yep. seen it happen, so I'm just I'm throwing a word of caution out there.
0: there's a movement that happened a while back sir what's that Uh, so being well liked (laughs) (laughs) it's more than just fucking everyone I mean you're right you need to have the knowledge as well but I mean you're taking a step back so you wouldn't have hired I would hope someone's not hired if they don't know what the fuck they, they got going on hopefully that you let that person go
1: uh, uh, one would hope, right?
0: Yes, one would. Hope. One would hope. But taking a step back, I bet you you'll see that that person don't know shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Take take that step back away from from your feelings. Hey, I really like this person, man. They're always they're always right where the action is. Yeah, they're always right where the action is when you're around, as the GM or as the leader or whatever. I've seen that too. But when you're not there, if you just happen to like peek around the corner after you walk away. Man, they gone. They're gone five, 20 feet down the floor. You're like, Bitch, I just told you to do something. Why the fuck aren't you doing it?
0: Well, that's where you have to seek your interpersonal understanding of the uh, your the roles of everyone that's involved. If their role is to be a janitor and they're like folding napkins, and then you got to figure out, wait, hey, there's some janitor shit that needs to be done, but you're over here folding napkins. Like you got to figure that type stuff out. That's the interpersonal relationship, the interpersonal understanding of what that that the task that each individual role is supposed to be accomplishing. And if they're not accomplishing their own task, but yet somewhere else, and they're only seeking to do things to be liked by others, then that that's going to be a problem. And sometimes you have to take a step back just to see these type issues, because of course everybody's going to love this guy because he does their job for them. Yeah, but he's not doing his own motherfucking job.
1: Mm-hmm. But, you know stepping back is, is probably one of the most difficult things in leadership you know everyone has that tendency uh, if you want to do something right if you want something done right you gotta do it yourself Everyone, everyone's heard that so everyone yeah. kind of internalizes that so when they become a leader they're like well I gotta do it all myself if I want it done right no the fuck you don't you have to trust the people that you hired or even if you didn't hire you have to trust the people that have been hired know what the fuck they're doing and can get that shit done for you.
0: Well, uh, I know for for me, for us, for you, for whoever to actually like start leading from like the ground up, developing that confidence. Uh, you know, honing on your skills, actually motivating other employees and your teammates, and then just stepping back when it's appropriate will breed that whole uh, excellence of the uh, job itself throughout the whole entire task at hand throughout the whole mission the whole whatever you're doing taking a step back after you assess the whole situation and bringing it all together is just going to uh stepping back is going to work wonders especially if you're constantly in the weeds of everything you need to take a step back and like realize what the fuck is actually going on
1: yeah and and, and it's hard right it's hard yeah because everybody wants to be up front everyone wants to do everything but astute leaders know that what makes them true leaders isn't what they do. It's what they make possible. Facts. And <laughs> if you can make p- every, everybody a step and you make that possible, then you're going to be a great leader. Doesn't matter if you didn't do shit all night, except for talk to people and answer questions and solve the problem the fact that you were there and made everything run smoothly and made everybody elevate their game that's what that's what makes you a good leader
0: yeah it's uh, like a trickle down effect right I mean uh, creating a culture of empowerment engagement, success and just overall positive communication yeah it's it's a trickle down effect of empowerment for, for the whole team very true and got, you're going to shine that much more um, final third
1: uh, yeah just about, yeah, I can do final third so I get leather I get a little bit of earthiness and uh, and white pepper on the back end
0: yeah I'm definitely getting a, a, a strong sense of that white pepper now maybe we're at like slightly different levels but that, that white pepper is definitely there I still can get that that hint of leather on like the back of my palette here. Um, And I still can get cedar. I still feel cedar in there. Mm, That's so delicious. Yeah. All right. So, uh,
1: time has come then. Single, five pack or box worthy? It's time to answer the question. Is the cigar box worthy? Five pack or just one or two?
0: All right. so taking the, the bad taste out of my mouth from the whole experience of getting the cigar to begin with I'm going right. to set that aside Yep. I will never forget it but I'm going to set it to aside because it's all about the cigar, the rolled tobacco that I'm enjoying right now um, it's not box worthy, by all means not close to box worthy five pack I know people want to think I'm doing it because I'm biased but uh, I'm going to go one or two
1: uh, honestly,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, so, I agree with you. It's it's definitely not box worthy. I'm not a huge fan of the flavors of this cigar. There's too much white pepper in the, in pepper, the second yes. to, to second to final third. It it became almost a white pepper bomb to me. Um, I I honestly I I think. And, you know, the, I don't, I don't even give a shit how I got the cigar, right? I don't care. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, whatever. But I don't, I'm not in, I don't want to say I'm not enjoying the cigar, but I'm not enjoying the flavors of this cigar.
0: I think they should have put the white pepper on the first third.
1: Yeah, something, white pepper can be good, but this is almost too much. Mm. Like my lips are tingling because the white pepper.
0: Well, my lips aren't really tingling from the white pepper. It, it's it's actually uh, hitting the top of my palate, you know, kind of like where the nose and mouth connect. Whatever. Uh, I don't know if it's not hitting my lips because I'm actually got something sweet that's actually hitting my lips. Because the the apple juice is slightly sweet, even though it is mixed with the vodka. Um, so well, maybe that's why it's not hitting my lips the same as yours, but I can definitely like, <laughs> it's back there. Yeah. And I yeah. don't like that. I don't like it when it's there.
1: <laughs> yeah. it. I Again, a
0: hint of white pepper, I'm all
1: down for it. There's plenty of cigars that do white pepper and they do it well. Mm. This one is just too much. Uh, the notes to the cedar, like the leather and the cedar, I, something about it when, even before the white pepper was introduced, I was kind of making faces, and you're you're laughing at me. Yeah, but, I always laugh at you. Yeah. But uh, you know, it just it was it didn't taste good. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. It just didn't taste good.
0: It it was not pleasing to your palate. Fact. Okay. <laughs> I don't I, want to say it didn't taste good because people going to be like you're trashing this cigar I'm not trashing this cigar it just wasn't for me it's not for my palate right but, yeah <laughs> now if I was to compare it to that Quattro that we had now that white pepper it was a pepper like oh my god I got white pepper but then it, it kind of like just smell it out subsided it, okay. and, and, it, it actually like enhanced afterwards after that pepper bomb after that shot of pepper it enhanced the, the rest of that smoke yeah this yeah, did not enhance the rest of the smoke. No, not at all.
1: I'm actually okay. I'm kind of happy with the fact that I only have one.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you made me laugh. I got smoking. So we can say goodbye to that sponsorship.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, old <laughs> KMO not for me.
0: I we, don't we feel got, the love. <laughs> we got we got other cigars that we'll we will. The, and I'm smoking <laughs> other
1: branded cigars. Yeah. We smoked other autodus branded cigars. And I love, love them.
0: them. Yes.
1: They're great, H. Upman. Great brand. I have an H Upman, the banker, in my humidor right now. Looking forward to it. can't wait to smoke that motherfucker. Yeah. This is a
0: five pack by me.
1: Uh, yeah I think no, so that, I, think I think
0: that was a day trader I'm sorry
1: uh, Either way Whatever I'm looking forward to <laughs> That one Right This one Not so much Teyamo Is not for me I'm just sorry I'm sorry It's not for me Teyamo's not, Te- not, Te- not for
0: me <laughs> Well <laughs> I appreciate what they did But Teyamo yeah. uh, Will not be uh, A box worthy Or a five pack In my humidor
1: Nope Not at all
0: all right, so taking a step back, we we'll legitimize a uh, cigar portion by talking about Teyamo. <laughs> and uh, my name is Dice.
1: And I'm Austin, and great <laughs> leaders smoke great
0: cigars. All right, until next time. Thank you for listening to Leadership of the Leaf. The comments and opinions expressed by the host and guests. Does not reflect the opinions of those that broadcast this show, nor does it reflect any of our affiliates.